Hey, what's going down, everybody? It's your boy, Miss Soul Effect, or Charlie for RB Soul Effect TV. This is the podcast we hear interviews from legendary artists, stories of iconic artists' legacies, as well as their albums and more. So, with it being said, make sure you guys follow RB Soul Effect TV on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Make sure you guys follow our podcast on AHA Radio and Anchor. So, on that note, we out here. Peace. to the king of R&B, Bobby Brown's style and influence changed the game and an industry. Everyone at the time was trying to kind of fit into society's standard of what an R&B singer is supposed to be, uh, supposed to look like, or supposed to sound like, and Bobby just kind of broke the mold of that. The R&B was, was seen as more like a grown folk kind of uh, genre, you know what I mean? Luther and Freddie Jackson and, you know, Alexander O'Neill, and then Bobby came, and he brought that Roxbury aesthetic to it. He made it okay to be a oh, bad boy, but still sing love back. Leather pants, no shirt. The idea, the look, the image, the feel of black music would definitely be different if there had not been a Bobby Brown. He was flashy, unapologetic, he was brash, but there was something about him that you rooted for him. You feel how it kicks? It make you want to dance. No one was expecting a Bobby Brown to happen. I know he put out that first single when he first went solo and did Girlfriend, and he had a hit with it. It hadn't connected yet like it was like he was going to. And I've not seen a lot of performers, and there's a lot of people that are very good, but when he first hit it, he was just, he was just unstoppable. And for him to start off a tour with New Edition and I'll Be Sure, and start off the tour opening it, and within six months, he was closing. He was the headliner. That doesn't happen. Although many doubted Bobby Brown's ability to stand on his own after leaving New Edition, it was Bobby's confidence, work ethic, and attitude that paved the way for numerous others. You can still say he's the king of R&B. As a solo artist, very few people have been able to do what he was able to do, collaborate with the level of you know talent that he was able to bring in and collaborate with. And he was just such a potent force. Bobby had been on tour for Don't Be Cool for three solid years off of that record. 88, 89, 90, I don't know how many shows. It was insane, the energy, his dance moves. He was all over this place, on stage and on screen. He really redefined R&B at the moment. I'm gonna do whatever I wanna do, period. So it brought that aggression and it, and it, and it made you get hyped and it had that tempo to it. He had a real savage demeanor about his R&B. You gonna respect this R&B. Bobby Brown brought that edge to R&B. 
You know, he dirtied it up a little bit. I think Bobby, he carried himself like a rapper. And we didn't see that from any R&B artist at first until he came around. We used to hang out tough, just kicking around. We discovered a love that had never been found. You gave me your heart, I gave you my mind. But a true love affair we could never find. But Don't Be Cool I thought was very cool because it was the first time I saw, like, a, a singer kick a rap verse. The merging of hip-hop changed the way people made R&B and allowed R&B the opportunity to be able to live in a club. Bobby Brown, he was hip-hop to me. The charisma, the lifestyle, the swag, the, the talk game. And we loved him for it because he represented us and he was able to sing his way to areas of the earth that hip-hop still was trying to reach. He was proud of his win. So he set the tone for all these other artists that we have now that it's not just somebody up there crooning you. It's somebody up there that's bringing all of the elements from the dancing and the singing and can go from a ballad to a, to a, to a fast song. You can groove with them. You know, it's a good date night. All of those elements. In 1989, 20-year-old Bobby Brown took New Jack Swing to the mainstream with his second solo album, Don't Be Cruel. He topped the charts with five top ten hits and sold more than 12 million copies worldwide, making it the best-selling album of 1989. I think my prerogative was big and made a huge impact because it was unapologetic. But at the time, was was revolutionary. You know, it kind of said, I'm going to do whatever I want to do, period. You know, and, and that became a theme for people, you know. And then the music was that New Jack Swing, that upbeat Teddy Riley thing. It was just a, a perfect marriage of the right energy, the right person to make that song pop. There's a reason we think of it as his, his signature song. I mean, it's, it's everything. It's when people doubt him, like, you left New Edition and you wasn't supposed to be the one that had a career. He's like, let me tell you something. My prerogative, I do what I want to do. That's, I love it. That sums up Bobby completely. And that whole era, the New Jack Swing and Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis, Teddy Riley, it informed the whole generation of music after it. But it's the elements and components that go along with it to make it, you know, what he is. I think his genius was in the fact that he allowed himself to be a canvas for these incredible artists to paint with.